you probably remember, but in case you forgot, the Green Cap crew was headed toward Avalon, searching for farms, hoping to find where the God Pen was being kept. What is a God Pen? I have no clue. I told them there was a way to communicate with the deity, or something like that, and they came up with God Pen. So as they traveled, Tidrin the Mechanical Dragon was sent to scout ahead. Ended up finding a fire among some trees. The crew went to investigate and found fire imps. After making quick work of them, the crew learned of a farm nearby, where Thalen was able to find a piece of rune chalk in the rubble. And after some experimenting with this god pen, and learning it was more chalk than pen, the crew ended their detour and continued their travel toward Avalon. this point in the day it's probably fairly late i think as you have gone all the way down to the farm and then all the way back all today so it's sun's not down yet but i'd say it's probably around three o'clock ish in the afternoon and the sun is on its descent you are all welcome as you travel on the path toward avalon to do what you like uh, i've been working on like making training swords okay so I'm just going to, like, whittle while I walk. And... Yeah, if I remember, you had, from the trees that you all created, apparently, <laughs> you broke a branch off. Yep. And have been whittling that. Mm -hmm. Okay, that sounds good. I think eventually I'll have you make another roll to see how it kind of turns out. Cool. Sounds good. You all are also doing this, like, as you walk, because you all don't have a cart or anything. It's really just, like, you're all traveling together as you walk. So I want to talk to uh, Alistair. Hey, uh, Deputy Alistair. What's up? So I think there's a, a little bit of a, you know, it's like the big mystery elephant in the room that we haven't really discussed. Uh, okay. Where did you get your flying dragon? <laughs> and why, how is this a thing? And you're also glowy sometime, and I don't know what to make of you. To be perfectly frank, uh, I don't have a perfect answer for you. I built Tidrin some time ago. It was kind of like to mess with mechanical devices and i built him and he was supposed to be a simple creature basically just a simple clockwork mechanism he's powered by a candle and i literally light the candle and the heat from the candle it lets the wings flap and that was all that he could do but one day i woke up and his eyes had this weird blue glow that they have right now and ever since then he's acted like a living creature. That's when I gave him a name that he seemed to like. And he he can't give clear answers. He more kind of works on feelings. So I, I've never really been able to get a clear understanding of where he came from. I kind of just, he's, you know, part of what I'm doing, exploring, is trying to figure out anything I can about him, honestly. I've only had him for probably about... Mm, Couple, month or two, couple months. Oh, so he's like a new friend. Pretty new to me as well. But he seems to trust me, and I've come to trust him. 
hmm. out of necessity, and he's always been reliable. What is he like? What do you mean? I don't know. Does he like cookies, or does he like to play, or? He doesn't really eat, but he does like to explore. He likes meeting people and creatures. He's a little, like I said, he's a little bit of a mystery. I always kind of imagine that he's much smarter than I am, and I just don't quite understand, you know, what his plans are. But he listens to me, and he gives me advice in the forms of impressions of situations, and he just kind of looks after me. Hmm. I don't really show him off too often for that exact reason of the fact that not understanding usually breeds mistrust. I get that. He's done right by me, so I can't hmm. uh, I can't fault him. I was wondering if maybe, you know, we don't have any dogs around this party. Could you build a dog version? Just one. I don't know. Maybe that's a dumb idea. I thought maybe that'd be good. You know, green cap on the dog. I, I don't know. I mean, I've never tried something that big before. Honestly, Tijan was the most complicated thing I had ever attempted, and I only had vague blueprints the first time that I did it. I can tell you that I tried many times before I got him to actually move, uh, before I could even get the wings to work. I think the first time I made it, it was out of wood, and he just caught on fire. But it was all that I had at the time, so he's a very complicated piece of machinery. I, I can't tell you what inspired me to make the changes that actually made him work the first time. I just one day kind of an idea came to me. I don't hmm. know if I could make something bigger or more complex than him. Uh, I haven't had that kind of inspiration before or since. Oh, well. So but you I like... could try. I mean, yeah, it, it I, was just, he was very expensive. I'm not, honestly, the money, the, most, the money we have right now is more than I've ever had in my life. So I don't know if we could get the materials. I could definitely attempt it. Well, we're going to be in a big city, and uh, the Thieves Guild said they could give me money. So maybe we could get money to build a dog also. If that's what you want, I'd, I'd be willing to try. I Also, you said you needed a blueprint? Well, yeah. The first time I had a little bit of an example to work with, something that I kind of built off of, just because I don't necessarily – I haven't seen a ton of dogs in my life. I don't really know exactly how their biology and their mechanics work. I, I thought that would be a problem. Uh, Thalen turns around and starts drawing a picture of his dogs. <laughs> Should, should I roll for dogs? Uh, yeah, roll roll for drawing dogs. Is that the? You know, I think it's right below um, deception. Is drawing yeah. dogs between deception and history? While while we're walking, uh, Alistair's just kind of like playing with with mag with magic in his hands. He's got like lightning static between his fingers, and then when he presses it together, it kind of like coalesces into like a teal flame, and then he pulls it apart, and it becomes static again. And he's just working on compressing and expanding it between his hands, like he's manipulating the energy. Thalen's really engrossed in this dog drawing. He, I rolled a 17. I'm going to go ahead and just say I get animal hand lighting on this as well. Uh, yeah. so let's call it a 22. Okay. I, I draw some sick dog pictures. I'd say, I mean, they're like three perfect replicas of your dogs back at home. I would assume that you went based off of them because you have three dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So big boy, what, Rufus and I forgot the last name. Buster. You forgot Buster. My yeah, inner so. dialogue in my head. Um <laughs> Hey, Alistair, maybe this could get you started. Uh, this is Big Boy, you can tell because he's the smallest, and that's Buster, and you can tell because he's got a big Buster face. And this is R Rufus. He's just a normal-looking dog, like you would imagine, because I forgot what he looks like. Okay, okay. Um, well, I mean, this would get me started. 
Maybe you could start with Big Boy. He's small, and then it would be cheaper. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I mean, some of these are similar to the way that Tijin worked, but I, I'm going to need the materials to work with. We're going to need a lot more metal, and I'll need it. I'll need the uh, a forge to work with. I mean, I don't have anything that I can manipulate metal with on the road. Uh, simple campfires just don't get hot enough, you know? You know, I, I feel really great about going to uh, Avalon. I can't wait to meet the Thieves Guild and tell them about this metal dog. Uh, they're going to be so stoked. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I said that there was a couple of people in the party that might do things that I wasn't <laughs> expecting. <laughs> I'm going to add metal dog to that list. Uh, okay, I now need to figure this shit out. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, really quick, everyone just make a quick intelligence check. Not my best. I don't think anyone's best in this group. What'd you say? <laughs> hey, hold on. anyone's best in this group. Uh-oh. I got a Five. 13. It was intelligence? Yeah. Three. Also a 13. Okay, well, you are traveling and the sun is going down. It's probably about time where you guys would start setting up camp right off of the road, similar to before, I'm guessing. As you make camp, nothing's really going on. I would say that you still, just as you've been traveling back on the main path again, you see more and more random people. Like, there's been groups, there's been... It's it's bigger groups now, rather than just, like, runners, but you've still seen groups of runners and things like... You know, maybe, like, adventuring crews, you're not really sure who's who. You probably nodded to them on the way, but there's just been random groups of people just as this is a more popular road as you are getting closer and closer to Avalon. Do we know how... What night is this? So this would be your third night. And we think it's four days? Correct. Okay. It was the 22nd uh, when we had first kind of started, I think, and then as time has gone, it is now the 26th of Marpanoth. And I'm going to say just 30-day months, naturally. No switching of 29 to 30s and 31s and all that bullshit. Yeah. It's all just Fuck 30. Yeah. Just 30. Let's just make it easy. I'm going to make like 6-day months and like 45-day months. <laughs> Actually, they're all 50. There you go. 7-50-day months with a 14-day <laughs> holiday month at the end. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> math is. Okay, so uh, I guess if there's nothing you want to do to finish off today, we can bed down and have people hang out for watches. I'm going to practice my sword play, okay. dance around. Uh, hey, Thalen, do you want to practice? Oh, practice what? Sword fighting, <laughs> like, like I do every night. Oh, yeah, that makes sense coming from you. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. All right, duel. To the death. Just roll, uh, I don't know, what is it? Religion. Athletics or acrobatics, whichever one you want. Well, 21. Five. Yes. <laughs> the duel goes in favor of the larger one. You stab this... a kid. Yeah, just adult beats the shit out of a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Vargo's character. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> like, yeah, Thalen comes back to camp with just like bruises. And I like... want to like, yeah, and I'm going to be like, yeah, this is why I need to finish those practice swords. I keep stabbing this guy. <laughs> Does anyone look like they need healing? I would say probably. I mean, Parker, did you actually stab a kid? <laughs> well, just accidentally. I, yeah, I go up to Indra and I go, ow, I, I, I got a boo-boo. And then I pull my shirt open. This is like a massive wound. <laughs> I got a cure wounds. I'll go back to practice, or making my practice swords. <laughs> probably should have just finished that. You're cured. I've cured wounds, too. Thanks, Indra, deputy. Thanks, thanks, Deputy Mom. 
going to have to ask Vargo to not stab you anymore. <laughs> it's part of the game. I think it was a good idea. Seems like how else are you going to train him for battle? As long as you're stabbing him before bed, be- while I still have <laughs> spell slots, it's fine. What's a spell slot, Intra? You heard it. It's okay to stab before bed. As long bed. as there's spell slots. <laughs> Stabbing before bed is acceptable. I mean, he heals overnight anyway, doesn't he? Yeah, but I'm not just going to be like, eh, okay, okay, well, brush it off, kid. <laughs> I mean, you might. <laughs> I just imagine that they, the one time that the little kid gets a critical and just eviscerates Mark. <laughs> I thought it'd heal overnight, but he's just dead. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you fail, like, he's you just laying in a pile of his own and just comes up and just slits your throat. And you're just... <laughs> oh, it's a sneak round, right? Yeah, yeah. rogue. <laughs> oh, he would accidentally murder you. <laughs> Andrew, you said you had something. Um, I was going to cook dinner. I'm cooking dinner like normal. And then I'm also continuing to crochet the hat out of that yarn that we got and you know meditating while i do that just being restful and present alistair anything you want to do before bed i kind of sit with tedrin for a little bit and then as uh Aelin beds down i just send tedrin over to kind of like goof around and play with him a oh bit. yeah and just kind of let him just, just tell tedrin to kind of like just be himself just be you know go and explore and entertain himself and show himself to fail in a little bit get used to him so you, you just see him kind of moving around he's mostly silvery metal and he kind of just you can see all the pieces move and at one point he kind of like you know shows you how his eyes glow bright and and he can fly and he's just kind of you know showing him showing you what he can do and he can send you feelings into like when he's close to you he can send feelings into your mind so he can send like saying that he's also curious about you and but that he's not going to hurt you and he doesn't want you know he wants to be friends sounds into it um and he puts the green cap on the uh on tedrin and he's like waiting for a feeling he's like come on good feeling give me that good feeling <laughs> is it like actually yeah, fit his tiny head? it's like it basically like the tail and like the tip of the head it just keeps the the hat like stable but it's definitely <laughs> over his entire body <laughs> okay he gives you the impression of like the parental half smile of like Good job. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. And then it does a little pat on the head with his tail and then kind of just walks back. Without the hat as it falls off. <laughs> okay, uh, who wants to go and stay up for the first watch? I'll do first watch. Dang it. Yeah, I got it. Go ahead and roll perception. Are you lighting anything up to see? Do I get the impression that it would be dangerous? Like we would become targets if I lit a torch? That's up to you. Okay, I'll light a torch. Okay. 15. As a... Everyone else uh, beds down and drifts off. You are left by yourself to watch over. As the first watch, you watch as the campfire dies. And so as the campfire dies, you light up a torch and are able to kind of place it so that you don't necessarily have to hold it the whole time, but you are able to see things. And I think the biggest thing that you notice is tonight is much colder than last night. Overall, the feeling that you get is actually a... It's a familiar bite that the wind coming across you, it gives you feelings of the past of it it being cold and nothing else that you notice as far as animals or people or anything that come by, but really just like you notice the change of the weather. It is definitely colder, a little bit windier and a little bit biting, but everything's safe as your time comes up and it's time for you to sleep. Who do you wake up? I wake up Fargo. Disrespectful. (laughs) 
Bargo, uh, are, there's a torch lit for you already. It is dying down a little bit. Are you going to relight it up? Or... I'm going to put that shit out. I got dark vision. Okay. For the first time. <laughs> Such a grind without dark vision. It sucks. This is my first Tell character without what. it. Such a pain. Okay, go ahead and roll perception. It actually made me buy uh, night vision goggles. Eight. It's dark, and you, as you are naturally aware of the dark, normally this night doesn't uh, really scare you or anything like that. You feel pretty confident, especially after like the whooping that you put on Thalen. <laughs> Stabbing that 10-year-old. Even though he's a kid and you shouldn't necessarily feel super proud of it, you kind of do feel good about like, <laughs> yeah, I was practicing and I beat my opponent. And that thought is going through your head as you're like trying to go through all of the like techniques and movements that you saw from him and what you were doing. And so your mind wanders a little bit from the watch and kind of more focuses on what you have been doing in your training and what you've been working on to try and get better at and things like that, where you remember back to when you dueled with Bennett and his movements were erratic in a way of like always trying to be attacking and everything that he did was offensive lacking the defense that you've seen from Thalen and from some of the other things like when Alistair put up like a blocking shield you're thinking of all these things and Bennett ignored all that and just went offensive so you think about battle techniques and less about is there anything dangerous around and nothing happens. Your watch comes to an end, and you are welcome to wake up the next watch and the final watch. I wake up Indra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I wake up Alice. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to kind of go to the edge of the campsite and sit cross-legged, and then close my eyes and, and see through the senses of Tidrin as he just patrols. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll, I believe, with advantage. Is that correct? Yeah. That's a 22. As you are sitting there and you go into Tidrin, you feel the jubilation from Tidrin of making a new friend and a vigor for trying to like make sure that everyone's campsite is safe. It's no longer like it's just you two anymore. It's now a group of people and already one extra person that Tidrin actually cares about as opposed to just mm -hmm. having contact with you. So... Tijan sets to right. a renewed vigor of, of looking around and making sure to stay on top of things and goes kind of in a spiral, goes wider and wider and sees all that's happening around. And there are animals, but they you see that animals are staying together in groups a lot and uh, that they are huddling into like groups or into bushes or something, anything to keep them warm because Tidrin, you Tidrin doesn't feel it, but you can feel both your feelings and his at the same time. And it is definitely getting much colder as you go towards that one. So it's like a feeling of these animals are huddling together for safety and for warmth, but nothing comes at you as far as dangerous throughout the watch. And Tidrin just makes sure that sending any messages to you is like, okay, hey, like there's a group of animals here, a group of animals here, but they're so far away that you're not really super worried about it. And you feel fairly safe as you're watching through Tidrin's eyes in the final watch as this everybody wakes up. I pull a card for everybody. Cool. What cards do you pull? Oh, can I pick my own? Okay. Um, I will pull... I guess I will pull one for Thalen first, and then you can come talk to me, I guess. Okay, cool. So for Thalen, I pull the nine of... Dogs. Fairies. And it is Wishes. Oh, looks like the Mad Hatter. He's holding like a, like a teacup, and he's got Ooh. a cane, and like a 
purpley, swirly nice. hat. So do I like get any, how, do, how does this work? Do I get impressions from it? Yeah. What I would say with the, uh, I'll message it to you directly. Okay. Are you just messaging her that she can do a really good Christopher Walken impression now? Is that what the... <laughs> Exactly what I missed. It's actually about you. Yeah. I'm just Rick Rolter. It's just Rick Astley. <laughs> Did you want this one to be yours, Kyle? Yeah. Pick. <laughs> That's the sound of him flipping it for you. Perfect. <gasps> Belief. I like it. The Dark Magician. Part of the cards. It's Loki. What is it? The well, Three of too. Fairies, also? Yeah, the Three of Fairy. Those are so cool. I pulled. Alistair's. It is intellect. Ooh. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. And then, nice. oh, like and it. it's court of gears. I feel like oh, that's perfect. Like, that's real appropriate, actually, right? Especially for the conversation yeah. we had today. And with me getting wishes, I oh, think okay. that dog thing is going to happen pretty soon. <laughs> or at least you you have wishes, whether or not yeah. it actually comes to pass. You have wishes. <laughs> and then I pull my own, and it is hidden. Whoa, you're Secrets dreams. are no fun. Secrets, secrets. Oh, you're dreaming of mermaids? That's cool. You're a buff Aquaman. 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 <laughs> Is that a grappling hook arm? <laughs> Roll a quick religion. Sounds like he's made of vegetables. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's baklava Aquaman. <laughs> baklava man. Baklava. Uh, that's a five. Okay. Why are all my religion rolls such garbage you had one good religion roll and that was the important okay good to know this one's not important well this one just means that you don't really understand what's going on. no i think these are all very fitting for what happened is going to happen with them either in the past or in the future you're not sure which though and you're not sure what ryu is trying to tell you through these cards <laughs> but you can make assumptions and guesses on your own it's just not apparently obvious to what's going to happen i wish i was smarter you didn't pick the intellect for yourself, unfortunately. She's yeah. <laughs> not bright. Okay. As you all pack up and start heading out towards the fourth day of travel towards Avalon, the day is yours. If there's anything that y'all want to do. Are there any other people coming in and out of the city? Like, are we, like, passing people? Yeah, you are passing people. I would say, again, today in the morning time, you don't see people right in the beginning of the morning because... The way that it works is that you are all waking up with the sun as opposed to waking up with the time of like a city and the city kind mm -hmm. of takes their time to wake up as opposed to you all are just like sun's up. All right, it's time to stop sleeping and then going. So you're up earlier than other people. So I'd say the first couple hours, there's nobody. And as time goes by, you start seeing more and more people. And you actually even see people coming from the side paths that you've seen like there's onesie twosies peoples with like carts and goods and produce and things like that that are traveling in towards avalon to drop off their what they've gotten from their farms or whatever they're producing in their uh, houses or where they're from okay i want to try and pay close attention to the people who are coming from these side roads going towards avalon and just kind of get like a general impression of how they are and how they dress okay uh go ahead i would say insight i guess for this that's going to be a 19 total. I'm hiding Tidrin whenever people come up along. Okay, so Tidrin's not flying. He's just... Like, uh, he flies around, but if he spots anyone coming down the road, he kind of comes back and we hide him. So he just pretends to be a bird most of the time. Thalen, you wanted to see like their dress and that kind of a thing? Yeah, their dress, if there's any specific mannerisms, and then just like if there's any major 
things being traded at all. Okay. Uh, as far as the people that are coming from the side roads, it's usually either one or two people. It's never a group. And you kind of get the idea that these are all people that have their own goods that they are either making or they are they have a farm or they have like chickens or uh, cows that are producing some sort of uh, import-export that they're taking into the city. And so they've done their work for the day already, it seems like, because they're harvesting whatever it may be, putting it into like a bag that they put on their mule or in their carriage or their cart. As far as how they're dressed, most of the people coming from the side roads specifically are not necessarily finely dressed. It's mostly big jackets and coats because of the temperature and the weather of the day. It's getting colder throughout your travels. And so the stuff that they're wearing is not fine wear, not noble wear or anything like that, but it is hefty and thick and fitting for the temperatures as they drop. Okay. I would also say at one point you are all traveling and there is a person that's kind of on the side of the road talking to a group of people and he has like a giant pack on his back. There's stuff just bulging out of this giant pack over the top of his head and everything. And he's talking to these two people and they're like, you can kind of tell that they're trying to like get away from him, but he's like still talking to them and like following them as they're like walking away. And then he sees the group of you four and like runs up to you and is like, hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Are you going towards Avalon? Yes, yes, we are. Yeah. Well, is there anything that you need before you get into the city? I have things that you might be able to use. I have so much stuff. I mean, uh, for you, young man, I have, he like pulls out one little pocket in his backpack, a little like action figure type thing where he pushes on the back and the guy does like a little can-can. And he's like, I have this for you if you're interested in. I have a couple of different figurines here, a female, male. Like I, I even have orc one and he pulls out this like, it's like just slightly bigger and green. And it's just basically like a mannequin going boop, 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 as he like does this here. Can I can I uh, offer you any of this? Oh man, that's pretty cool. Has Thalen seen guys like this before? Uh, I would say yes. There are people that go through like, uh, especially they definitely go down like these side roads or like to, to places that aren't big cities because they just travel to anywhere that has a road for them to walk. They walk it and try and sell at it. So you've probably seen people like this and you've seen, I'm trying to think because you're 12. Um, <laughs> I'm going to actually have you make a role here uh, in the past for, I would say insight again, just roll insight real quick. That's another 19. Okay. So there have been very straightforward salespeople that are like genuinely want you to have things that you need. And then there are salespeople like this guy who really just is trying to sell you anything so that he can make a day's wage. Okay. You, you've seen both. There are traveling salesmen that are good and salesmen that are more about themselves. Uh, you kind of see that this guy is a little bit more about himself and not about. I uh, look at the toy and I'm about to like grab it, and then I turn around to the party and I go, "These guys." <laughs> and I and I lean, lean over to him and I go, "Hey, how much for the toy, though? How, uh, how much for uh, the this toy? guy right here? Wait, the orc, the male, or the yeah, the green, the green one for sure. The green one that would be." Uh, uh... And he like kind of is like taking stock of what you're wearing, and he like sees the. Are you still wearing your green hat? Yeah. Uh, it would be about uh three silver. Three silver. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah. All right. Give me three of them. <laughs> oh, three! Great. He just yells it out loud, and he like pulls them out, and they're they're not very well made. Uh, they do all work, but you now have three green mannequins that are about I don't know six inches tall that have one little lever on the back that just kicks the legs 
Yeah, no, that's super cool. A uh, bunch of junk over here, guys. Not anything. <laughs> and I kind of lean over to the gentleman. And I slouch inherently when I'm around shorter people because I just don't want to tower over them necessarily. Yeah. And I just walk up to him. Do you have any, like, um, like grease or oil? Grease? Like oil? Oh, de- definitely, definitely. He, like, puts his pack down on the ground. He's, like, digging super deep into it. And, like, things are, like, falling out. And you see things, like, like just, like, little pieces string and rope and there's tools and things like that are all just like kind of falling out as he like digs in deep and he brings out a little bottle of oil and he's like uh how about this and so i look at it it's so it's like a vial like this big yeah okay how about seven silver eight and it's yours i can do that i can do that here you go Ah! There and you go. It, takes your eight silver and like stashes it in the same pocket that he put the stuff in. And anything for you two. Can I get you anything? Is there anything that you want before you get into the city? Remember the jack up prices. So anything that you need now, you're going to save money later. And he like looks at the other human elf and then just like looks up. Does, uh, do you have any like woodworking tools? Woodworking tool. I mean, I have an digging through here and he's got a couple like knives. He's just, I would say that these. Wood work. These can work with wood. Yeah, definitely. And he pulls out and he's got a couple of knives. They're just basic knives. Nothing, nothing that would actually help me. No, no, this this works perfectly on wood. Like, get, do you have something I can show you? These work perfect with wood. Well, yeah, but like I have a sword. And I have wood carving knives like these. Are those wood carving knives yeah. or are those knives that you can stick into wood and call the wood carving knives? Go ahead and roll inside the <laughs> gun. Uh, 13. They're just knives. Okay. Uh, I'm actually already have those woodworking tools, so I don't need those. Uh, but I they're very cheap. It. If you need any like uh, refresh ones, these are very sharp. They just were recently sharpened from the uh, uh, whetstone. And uh, again, if you need any at the city, they're gonna be way more expensive. I'm I'm good. Appreciate you though. Um, do you have any? What's your like coolest thing? Uh, my coolest thing most expensive thing. has to be those green little click, 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 click. That's your best thing? Uh, no, definitely not. That's my second best thing. My best <laughs> oh, thing it's... is, and he like goes yeah. in and he digs into this thing, and he pulls out like this giant bright green scarf. Uh, this mm. is my best thing, especially as you go farther and farther east. You know, it's getting colder, and these like scarves here are really What color nice, is it? But, uh, it's it, Basically, it's like a green... It's, uh, it's got like, green with like a little bit of like yellow kind of interspersed into it. Looks not like super well made. It's definitely been worn before, but it does look warm. Okay. This is my best thing for sure. This scarf here, uh, <laughs> I've been wearing it before. This type of a scarf. I don't want one. to hear that. Not this exact one. Like I've worn one just okay. like it and it keeps <laughs> okay. me very, like, look. And uh, he's like wearing a scarf that looks nothing like the one that he has in his hands. And he's like, it's just like this one here. It's super warm. It keeps you warm. In the... It's yours for one gold. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Uh, let me talk to Indra real quick. Hey, Indra, wasn't there a guy with a cool item that we heard about at Rumors that was like a traveling salesman like this? Oh. Um, I thought they had like the two-way notebook or something. Um, let me see. I only wrote down the secret items that prepared to me in my notebook. <laughs> oh, there's so. a, a tinker. I don't know if this is a tinker. Hey, are you a tinker? Yes. Uh, hmm, it doesn't seem like a tinker. <laughs> I don't think Isn't that... this kind of what a tinker is, though? I, I think tinker is more, I mean, kind of, but a little bit more. They make everything that they buy rather than just selling things they obtained other places. Well, it looks you like know? he made that scarf. I don't think we <laughs> are in the right spot. Oh, okay. 
Should we just ask him anyway, just in case? He's going to say yes. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, make sure to, we'll make sure to test whatever he tells us. He's like he's like trying to put the scarf on Thalen to like show him how <laughs> as you guys are talking and everything. He's like putting the scarf on. He's like, huh? I can make a scarf, just so you know. Oh, I was definitely gonna buy that scarf, so I appreciate that. If you want, um, you just have to get the yarn. Okay. Do you have notebooks that like communicate with each other, sir? Notebooks that can. Yes. I mean, the thing is, is that you have to buy postage and envelopes as well but i do have notebooks uh, that you can communicate with other people with it, um I, i've been down to talk to margo it was actually um a box oh yeah wait what was the box the tinker the has that... the box oh the two-way box yeah. gotcha do i get the impression that that avalon is is kind of you know how you said there's different biomes. Is Avalon like a very cold biome that we're kind of waking our way into? Is that, Seems or is it just happens to be the season? Go ahead and roll. Uh, just roll nature check for me. Okay. Natural twenty. Okay. Um, you would see that it's a combination of things, right? As time goes, seasons change, but the seasons aren't necessarily the same for each city. So Avalon at this time of year is very cold. But when I say very cold, it's it's not on a mountain. It's not snowing or anything like that, but it is just like a, a think about like 30 tundra type. Yeah, 20 degree, like it gets cold and sleet and hail and that kind of a thing. But it is at this time of year going to be going to be very cold. Got it. So scarf? Yes, scarf? Uh, do you have any like nice dark green yarn? You almost can tell that he's debating just unraveling the scarf and handing you <laughs> yarn. Uh, I don't have any. That's not the right green, that scarf. So I'm looking for something a little darker. I don't, but I can get it for you if you would like. I don't think that's necessary. And then he sees like other people that are walking and he's like, okay, well, it takes a lot of money. He stuffs all this stuff in his back and he like runs to the next group of people that like are walking. Thank God. Oh, I was going to ask him if he had a notebook. He did have notebooks. He's gone. He's right over there. No. I can see him. No, no, no. He's bugging those guys. He hey, is, come back! No, he's awful. <laughs> he's awful. <laughs> but you want a notebook, right? I'm sure there'll be one in Avalon. Mm, he said the prices are a lot higher there. He seems pretty trustworthy. Oh, he's probably lying about that. <laughs> okay. I say as I hand one of the finger figurines to Indra. And I try and like play fight it. <laughs> it's fight. like sock em, bock em, Yeah. Ding! The fence so far down. <laughs> I, I'm going to walk over to the guy and then just kind of surreptitiously walk over. Sorry, uh, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you or anything. I just wanted to ask you one more about your supply, sir. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got uh, almost anything you need except for, I guess, green yarn. What is your stock of like cooking supplies? Maybe. Oh, like... check this out. And he just gives you like a wide array of a bunch of different stuff. Anything specific that you're looking at? Uh, I'm looking for like spices or a spice. Oh, if there's a spice kit, I want a full kit. But if not, if there's individual spices, I'm looking for something like that. Uh, he's got like seven different spices. It's not like a full thing. It, not all of them are full. <laughs> They're different varying okay. levels. He's like, uh, I can give you the whole pack of seven for uh, gold and three silver. Do we know what they are? They're, they Are they labeled or are they just they are not labeled and he goes through like all seven different spices and he tells you them and they do sound like spices <laughs> i don't have much knowledge on spices so i'm gonna assume that he's telling the truth yeah I, uh, what was the price you offered? a golden three silver and three copper 
drop the copper and I'll and you got a deal. Deal! And he like pushes right. him over to you. All right. And like the people that he was talking to that you like pulled him away, he like literally just stopped and ignored them and paid attention to you and they have now like walked away. He like looks back and pulls all of stuff and like runs after them. Wait, wait. Right. Actually, I'm going to run after him real quick as annoying as he is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's like uh, hey. he's like currently like running towards them. He sees you and he like makes a beeline towards yeah. you because he knows that you're coming yeah. at him. What kind hey. of, I have more if you want. He like pulls out no, like, two more. No, no, no! Like, stop, stop distracting me with those those uh, uh, figure figurines with action kick function. I know, I know, I know. Okay, wait. Do you have a bucket? A bucket. I just need a bucket. Uh, hold on one second. Goes and he's looking through his stuff, looking through his stuff, and he pulls out, and it's not a bucket. It's more of like a bag, but it's bucket shaped. Like it's like a bag. It's just soft sides. They're, it's like a dice bag. Flop in. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. All right. Thanks, guy. I'll right. cut the price in half for you. How much is half? Uh, it's five silver. That's so much. <laughs> Do you know anything about what's happening in the city? Prices are high, and it's cold. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go ahead and leave. Thanks for the action figurines. I appreciate it. Are you, like, yelling after you? And like, uh, I'm right back. Yeah. That guy doesn't sell buckets, so you know he's not legit. <laughs> it's the hallmark of a good salesman. Okay, so as you all continue on, anything that you'd want to do during the day other than take a look at people and that kind of thing? Sharpen wood swords. Sharpening swords. Uh, go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll slide hand. Mm, 14. Okay. Uh, I would say you're about two-thirds of the way done with it. Cool. So far, both my rolls have been 14s. For yep. the Okay, as you go throughout the day, it's a fairly long day of travel. Like, as I said before, you're seeing more and more people, but it's not, you still don't see the city yet. And as you get to like sundown, you finally see like just the brief glimpse on the horizon, Avalon, when the sun is at its point of setting. Would you all like to continue? Wait, so forward? we can like, how far does it look like it is? Sorry. Go ahead and roll. We'll roll intelligence intelligence yeah that's my weakness five are all of us dumb <laughs> <laughs> i'm the smartest boy in the group so you feel like it would be a long long time for you to get there before you would get there like it feels like it would be maybe another full day travel because it's like it looks so far away i'm so tired you guys let's just go to bed get there in the morning and it'll be all nice and we can have coffee and it'll be good let's just go to bed we walked all uh, day all right all right that's fine you ready for our uh, nightly stabbing <laughs> oh yeah yeah let's do it okay, roll gonna, roll either active no, but i'm gonna i'm gonna use my uh unfinished sword unfinished wooden practice sword i am actually gonna cast invincibility <laughs> on um what's okay on Thalen. this <laughs> all right cheating and i'm gonna give him oh my goodness i don't know which one's better i'm gonna give him cat's grace cat's grace what does that do vargo you don't see this i know you don't know what's going on you're like getting your sword your wood thing prepped do oh. i notice this when... uh, you definitely notice this yeah by okay. mostly branch. Well, perfect. Um, as we're uh, setting up for this duel, uh, Thalen just like, you know how like when cats see something and they like get real low, like they're about to pounce? That's what Thalen does when he gets ready for the duel. <laughs> he just like, gets down on all fours and like pulls, pulls, puts his sword out. Thalen, you get advantage. Argo, you get disadvantage because you're using a fucking piece of wood. Oh, wait, I didn't realize you were using your thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, is it you said athletics ooh. or acrobatics? Either athletics or acrobatics. I crit, so I <laughs> didn't crit. <laughs> I murdered you. I murdered you. <laughs> Wait, do I get sneak attack because I have advantage? Vargo, what did you get? Ten. Okay. What do you what do you do to this guy who stabbed you last night? So I, I don't know why, but I just feel so graceful and I just I get down, my pupils get real big, and I just as soon as he says go, I just start sprinting around in a circle around him. And then I I like jump on his back and try and roll him over and then just start kicking him in the stomach with my feet. <laughs> just like you sword you left your just sword. Like yeah. yeah. You've become a cat. Yeah. You dropped your sword and your weapon and you just did all that with no weapon at all. Yeah. And it just fucking destroying this guy. Like you dropped your wooden sword. You didn't even get one sword your wooden whatever it is now. And you just got your ass handed to you by a little kid. And, uh, and after he gives up, I just start licking him. I <laughs> uh, don't like any bit of this for the record. Huh? What? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I don't think kicking was part of the duel. Yeah, I mean, but I, I won, so maybe you could learn from that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, better luck next time. Yeah, I'm <laughs> using my sword next time. <laughs> I walk over to, to Indra. That was amazing, and I would pay actual gold pieces to see that again in the future. Wait, but what was I, that spell called, by the way? Sorry. Enhanceability. Enhanceability. Okay, sorry. I uh, I forgot they were going to use practice swords, and I, I didn't want him to to have No, I think that was probably a good call, but it was also hilarious. <laughs> I while you're gonna, I know you're gonna probably cook dinner tonight, and I wanted to thank you, so uh, I bought you some spices to to play around with. I'm not super knowledgeable about cooking but i figured maybe that's something's better than nothing and i'll get you something better when we have a better better resources and i give you the seven vials of various fullness of spices thank you that's um that's really really nice i just appreciate you i am um, i haven't eaten this well as long as i can remember and i appreciate your efforts okay well um i can i can give you some money for like no no it's not I, you already uh, you are you already okay. you already do us a big favor by cooking for us and i'm I'm grateful like i said i've never eaten this well before and i'm really appreciate it thank you and then i just go back to watching fargo get his ass beat on by a small child that's over what, uh, what uh do you do anything with the spices this time yes i use them Oh, like you don't know what they are. I so taste you... them all. Okay, so you get a fairly good like one of them's. You're pretty sure is dirt. No. Oh, like you're pretty sure I one of them is dirt. is dirt. Um, <laughs> I've been there. I totally eaten dirt before. <laughs> yeah. But the rest of them are six different spices of varying tastes. Most of them are mellow. Not very many of them are that hot, but they do have different flavors so i would say that they don't necessarily all go well together in like one meal you would kind of know that so you're probably not gonna use all of them no, but no, no. you do use them and all of you do notice a little bit different of a flavor in tonight's meal um vargo do you need to be healed no i'm fine i'm good <clears throat> okay. yeah. thank you i liked though. him after it's okay oh well <laughs> if you change your mind if we get ambushed, I'm gonna be hurting. Maybe, maybe you don't take first watch. Maybe you. <laughs> okay, so uh, who's gonna end up taking first watch then? I'll take first watch tonight. First of all, as you all fall asleep and Alistair takes first watch with 
Chidrin, you, Indra, dream of spices and Thalen, and you just have interesting dreams that have nothing really to do with anything, and have a lot to do with food for some reason. Thalen's in there a lot. Alistair, eh, a little bit of Vargo's in there too, but there's just some weird shit going on. You're just having some interesting dreams about nothing as you are sleeping. Vargo. Mm-hmm. As you drift off, you're asleep for maybe five seconds, and then you are snapped awake. But as you wake up, you realize that there's no ground underneath you. You are again falling. You are flailing, trying to orient yourself through this nothingness that you're in. But every move that you make, every time that you try and reach or kick or something, you're in this void and you find yourself, it takes twice the effort and twice the time to make any movement as you are pulled down and you're reaching up to grab something, anything that will stop this agonizing fall, anything to stop this feeling that pulls at your stomach, it pulls at your heart, this fear that if you can't grab hold of something, you're going to lose everything and everyone you've ever cared about. And as that thought just reverberates through your mind, you wake up. I don't like that. Alistair, you, as you are, go ahead and roll perception for your watch. 16. So as Tidrin is in the sky again and watching out for everything, you're snapped. He has sna- to stay kind of low because he, he still only can see 60 feet because of dark vision. So. Got it. You're actually snapped back to your body. You open your eyes and are no longer in Tidrin because you look over and Vargo has, has bolted upright, having just woken up. Are you okay? Hey, what's going on? I just, uh, I keep having these dreams. They're like, I'm just falling. How long I have you been having them for? Oh, no, it's happened a couple times the past, like, couple weeks, I guess. It's crazy. It's very strange. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know what to do about it. Do you know of any, like, teas I can drink that makes it less, that you, helps you sleep? We'll have to ask around once we get into the city. I don't have a lot to work with here, but yeah. once we get into the city, maybe. It's curious. Yeah. Have you been doing anything different lately that, than normal? I mean, a lot more traveling, yeah. but I don't know. Maybe it was that spice Indra put in, her, in the stew. Well, I mean, tonight was the first night if you've had these before. That's true. You know, I don't remember what I had for dinner last time. I've, uh, I've heard that sometimes it's helpful to write these things down. Yeah. So that you kind of, if you notice a pattern, especially like what happened in the day of or what, what it is that you're dreaming about. Yeah. And to be honest... I've always had a little suspicion that, you know, dreams can be of varying importance and it's good to keep an eye on them mm-hmm. just in case. All right. Yeah. I'll write down falling dream, spicy stew. Okay. Maybe we'll figure out what, what the cause is. Yeah. Do you actually have anything to write on? My notebook. No, I mean, I mean, like, does Vargo? Yeah. He scratches it into his skin. <laughs> <laughs> just self-tattoo. Uh and if you remember from last session, you did have a notebook as a group, but you also had it burst into flame after using the oh, right. shock on it. <laughs> yeah, we... we <laughs> no one. Oh, that wasn't the group notebook. That was mine. I'm just saying <laughs> the, okay group had, the group fire. had a total of one, <laughs> and now the group has a total of two. I will soon get a replacement. 
probably should ask that guy about notebooks. Anyway, when we get to the city, we'll restock, but I think it's probably a good idea you start keeping an eye on this. In my experience, when you get a gut feeling about stuff, it's probably a good idea to just trust it, you know? And if something says is something's off, then we got to be wary. Yeah, all right. Since you're, since you're up, do you want to take next watch or? Sure. Okay. All right. He wakes up Indra. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, dig my, I dig my little cubby in the ground and I, and I go to sleep. Vargo, go ahead and make your perception roll. Ooh, 20, dirty. Dirty 20. Um, Okay, so uh, as you are in your watch, you actually do notice people that go by, but aren't, like, you're paying attention and notice that people are walking by, but you get the feeling that it's just because you're getting closer to the city and people are leaving and roaming and not really worried as much, I guess, about the darkness. And so no one comes at you. And as you are away and off from the path, you are just noticing that people, a couple, maybe two, three different people or groups, you're not sure which, go past. Cool. But you are on guard and nothing comes at you. So you finish up. I wake up, Indra. All right. Indra, you lighten anything up? Does it feel safe to light anything up? Vargo, do you say anything about how you throughout the night? Uh, yeah, just mention that we're close to the road so you can hear people in the distance, but nobody seemed to be encroaching upon our personal space. Do you think it's okay if I light a torch? How's your hearing? How's my hearing? Yeah, like, will you be able to hear people sneaking up on us? What? Uh... <laughs> uh yeah. Hmm. I well, don't know. You you call it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I don't light a torch. Go ahead and roll with disadvantage. Eighteen. With disadvantage? With disadvantage? What a hero. Wow. Indra's overpowered. <laughs> it was perception, right? Let me okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Plus three. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You notice the same thing. You actually notice two or three people. You notice like five or six. And most of them are going towards the city, uh, actually, on this one. Because it seems like you hear a couple like carts and horses. And they aren't like necessarily trying to be quiet. Uh, They're just traveling. As the sun gets close to uh, rising, you see that it's getting lighter. And people are are just starting their days early around here. So uh, nothing comes at you, and uh, you all wake up for your last day's travel. I pull cards for everyone. Go ahead and pull them. Weird. This is unsettling. For who? Phelan wishes. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting that doggo. <laughs> <laughs> I did shuffle. That's strange. For Vargo, I pulled. Looks like a fairy. Infatuation. Infatuation. Nice. You're in love with Beetle. With the Beetle. Market guy. Yeah. Beetle. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. For Alistair, I pulled three of the Court of Gears. Precision. Yes, Court of Gears. I love it. Precision. We are getting a dog, dude. Precise dog. And for myself, I pull the 13 of the Court of Love Treasure. So there's love, gears, wishes, and fairies? No, love, gears, uh, fairies. Dreams and fairies. Dreams and fairies. Okay, go ahead and roll religion. You can do it. Nope. Two. You cannot do it. 
How do you? What's your plus? What's your modifier? None. Your religion modifier is zero. <laughs> you're, you're a cleric. It's an intelligence-based stat, you guys. And you didn't take it as a proficiency. No. Oh, man, that's rough. Um, okay, same feeling as before. I mean, you... it's not going to get any better either if it's not proficient. Uh, okay, so you all start your travel. This time you do see people, again, more and more people than last time. You're all noticing now that it is getting very frigid. It's it's just a definitely a different temperature than you most of you have felt before. As you get closer, the temperature is dropping. And although Indra feels familiar to you, you also notice that your last miles, your last hours traveling is among rolling hills. And as you crest them, you always see Avalon getting closer but the landscape to the north and the south of the road seem to have hills and mountains and views and it's less you know after three days of traveling along smooth roads and flat horizons terrain begins to shift to one that is hilly rocky mountainous and just very different from your first couple days of travel it actually only takes you about three and a half hours to get to avalon so after you wake it you get to Avalon fairly quickly and as you're getting closer and closer it is getting very large you come upon Avalon to see the high walls of the city surrounding it you're coming up along the path and the gates open and there's no one necessarily like manning the gate although you do see people on the walls kind of going up and down the walls kind of keeping watch there are people in two different colors of like armor so they have armor and usually some sort of like color over it and like symbols and things like that on it you see yellow and blue are the two colors that you see patrolling the walls vargo make a quick history check 11 okay so yeah you know that that the two colors represent like normally the queen's guard wears blue so you recognize the blue from people that travel through like people that maybe have come through your town recruiting or come through to help or come through to collect taxes or you've seen the queen's guard a lot overall you have a fairly high opinion of them as they are guards and normally are of you know fighting and uh, similar aspects as you the yellow though you you assume is just the color of the color that Avalon's guards specifically uh, wear. So city guard for Avalon, and you that the people that are up there are the two different types of guards. How do I feel about the city guard? You don't know. You've never been to Avalon before, and your town wasn't big enough to have city guards. So you know that there are some cities and some towns that have their own guard. You, I'd say, with an eleven, you probably know that it depends on the city. But sometimes the city guard and the queen's guard don't get along, and sometimes they do. So you don't really know if Avalon's one of either of those, but you don't have feelings towards Avalon city guard either way, really, at the moment, because you've never been here. But I would say that in general, because they're guardsmen, uh, it's something that you've thought about as far as a career because uh, of the training that you would get to do uh, to be a guard. Cool, 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 cool. Is is the city surrounded on all sides by this wall? Yeah, and there's but there's lots of like gates basically. So the the gates come from the top, and so you can kind of see like the bottom of the gate right now of the one that you are approaching. 
that they, you know, probably at nighttime or in times of war, they would close these gates. But you can see, even from your perspective of walking up, you can see that there are multiple gates from different paths and things like that. So it's not, they're all open and they're not like, they don't check every person that goes in there, but the walls do go from what you can see all the way around the city. And how high did you say it was? Uh, I didn't, but I would say, yeah, it's about, uh, I would say probably like 20 feet, 20 feet. Okay, got it. Cool. So as you all enter Avalon, when you walk in, the first thing that that hits you all is the sound. The the sheer volume of the bustling town crashes over you. Indra, the sound fills you with a sense of hope and opportunity, remembering when you'd come upon a new city in your travels. And although the feeling is foreign to some of you, it's all, you each pick out a different sound from this bustle, from this like, this just crashes over you as you walk through and you each pick out a sound from the cacophony that hits you and it puts a smile on your face. So I'd like you all to tell me, what is the sound that you hear from the city that makes you smile? I think for me, it's like swords clanging somewhere, some like barracks or training ground for city guards or queen's guards or something. And I can hear the clinking and clanging of swords. And I'm like, something somewhere here is going to be good. Mine is that it's like diverse, like different people, like lots of different voices, hearing just a variety of different cultures and races. And bigger city means more diversity. So the more I hear a variety, the more I feel like there's new people to meet, new things to learn, and uh, I know I'm excited to kind of talk to people. Thalen smiles when he hears a uh, small dog barking, barking in a side alley, and then he just hears like a rolling wave of other dogs barking as they hear that. Similar to Alistair, Indra smiles um, because she sees people like going about their day. Like she sees people talking about their day, talking about things they've decided to do, talking about things that they may do in the future, talking about their experiences and the people they love and um, just just people living their lives and seeming happy. You all, as you kind of walk in, you see, you see so much. It's just unique for all of you, the, the amount of people and the amount of stuff going on here. Vargo, you kind of pick out that there's people that are like practicing jousting. Like there's people like on horses that are like running the rail, holding these lances that they're practicing for something. Like you see these people that are sword fighting and practicing with that. They have like very well crafted wooden swords that do not hurt each other while fighting. <laughs> no. There are there are people, there are houses, there are mothers and children and fathers and guardsmen and there's just so much you you see merchants that are like trying to pull customers into their stores trying to entice them to come in you see kids running around you see animals you see you hear chickens clucking like there's temple posts that are similar to the ones that you saw in Sundabar, but just so many more so many different unique ones that you may have never seen before there's different town criers there's a bunch of them that are just yelling over each other and over the sounds you hear buy tickets to the theater shows daily and then you hear queen isabella brokers another treaty and then make your own drink at the first lichens make your own drink you hear just so much random stuff going on the city has so much that many of you have never experienced 
And as you walk into the city and as it envelops you, what would you like to do? What should we do, guys? Should we go shopping? What do we? What's our first priority here? Find somewhere to stay? Well, we came here in search of intrigue, right? In yeah. Magic and mystery. My gut tells me we should find the rumors here. Do we know if there's one in Avalon? I asked before we left. And there, there is? It was on the northeastern area of the city. You there's think Clarabelle area. works over there? Yeah. Clarabelle worked the one in Cinderbar. I think she it goes to all of them, doesn't she? Or does she have like weird twins? I don't know. I mean, how how would she work at all of them? I don't know. She seems pretty like magical. I think she works at all of them. I mean, maybe you guys know better than I do. I, I'm not really clear on how that works. So, sure. Yeah, if she could do it, that's cool. Was right. the other one an inn or just a bar? It was just a bar. Okay. Well, we'll yeah. go there and maybe she'll tell us where we should stay. Yeah, we can get some ideas. I mean, we got to think about it, though, because she wants to trade interesting Ideas stories. for ideas. Yeah. Hmm. Do we have any cool new info? Uh, I'm trying to think if there's I know Queen Isabella signed another peace treaty. <laughs> I did, I did she probably that. knows that too though probably and the drinks are cheaper at that other bar yeah i mean we could tell her about our capital tap pen and we could tell her well she told us about that didn't she yeah but then we could show her uh, but we could tell her that something's going on i mean we found that village destroyed yeah the the farm you mean yeah the farm yeah i mean it was basically destroyed and we found supposedly the interesting thing that was there mm -hmm. so so what happened to the village you know it's true somebody or something trash destroyed it. that place yeah and we can lie about finding it that's a good point and it was also the most amazing pickle farm i've ever seen in my life Ooh, we awesome. can talk about the pickle farm yeah we could uh we could mention the sound guard i was gonna say that too the sound guard and bia and all them and and where did those fire creatures come from you know yeah we Remember got plenty of stuff let's go Okay, yeah, I think that's info. probably good. Yeah. And then what do we want to ask? Because that's also a good idea to have planned before we go in. Where should we stay? We could ask about where the different guilds are. Mm, right? I like that. There yeah. was the, the... If there's a map of the city, maybe? Yeah. And then there's she said there was... If she doesn't have one, we can find some place yeah. that we could buy one. She said there was a duelist who's east of Avalon or northeast of Avalon by the Royal River that he... And I, I could whoever it is, and they have a special item. Yeah, but she probably doesn't have any more information on that than she did before. Nah, I never know. If it's the same person. She if does it's not collect person, ideas. Maybe somebody told her something new. Maybe. I'm well, still whatever. not convinced it's going to be the same person. Yeah, well, whoever it is. She owns it, but yeah. yeah, maybe we have more information. All right, let's go. So as you walk through, I guess, as you walk, because you come in from the west side of Avalon, and so if you're heading to the north side, is it northwest side, I think, is where? North northeast is where she told us. So you're going to be going through a large portion of the city, and the city is huge. So just keep in mind, like, it. let me know if there's anything that you're looking for, or that, like, I might kind of tell you a couple of things that might shine out to you all, but I guess it's going to take you a little bit to get to the northeastern side, so as you, yeah, go ahead. I want to look out for temples specifically ryu maybe Kepletep. i will assist with that if you are looking out because that's i'm also interested in that also i want to buy a notebook also i'll keep an eye out for yarn so maybe maybe we look for shops we look for inns and we look for temples that's like on the way you know even if we don't go in we can make note of them cool that that sound 
appropriate for everybody? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Could I add something to that? I'm going to also add something. Of course. Of course. Uh, Thalen wants to kind of just keep an eye on like side streets and every time he sees like an alleyway, kind of just like do a peek in and see kind of how messy it is. Does it seem like it branches off of the places? Just trying to get a general layout of the city just in case we need to navigate sneakily. I want to look for like areas where there's like tournaments, like dueling tournaments, and then armorers or people that sell swords. Okay, uh, what I'll have everyone do is Alistair and Indra, I'll have you each roll your own, but you're rolling for the same thing. Uh, so I'll take the higher of the two of you for that. Is it perception? Uh, yes, perception. You'll all be rolling perception. Failing, you'll roll advantage just because like you're used to looking at side city streets and things like that. Um, and then Vargo, you're rolling perception for your own as well. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. 15 for me. 15? 12. 12. Whoa. Okay. I would say as you walk through the city, I'll start with Indra. Indra, you do see some temples as you go. And mostly what you see on it is these posts, right? And what you see is it depends on what the signage is on them. But most of the time, it's some sort of post that just has like a, like a cloth hanging from it of a certain color with some sort of symbol. You notice a couple of different symbols. You notice one for the Earth Dragon. You notice one for, you actually surprisingly see one for Ninclem. You see one for Hextor, Tempest. You see one for Sindor, Kronos. You see one for Hirume. And you see others that you don't recognize as well. No Ryu. Uh, you haven't seen one for Ryu. You haven't seen any temples per se, but you mostly see these posts that have these like cloths on them that have the symbols of these different gods. Uh, Alistair, I'll let you know eventually which ones you do recognize. Uh, I'm sure that you know some of them that you do recognize, but some of them look foreign to you. So unless Indra has said something to you, some of them just look like symbols for gods or goddesses. Thalen, your role, you are starting to get a feel of how the how the city streets work. And basically, like, you're seeing somewhat of a pattern of the streets and how it works, right? Like, there's main streets, and then there's side streets, and then there are just in-between houses and buildings. And so it's not necessarily like each building is up against each other. It's usually, like, there's usually some sort of gap in between each of the buildings. And so you can kind of see, like, based on, like, the building and that kind of a thing you can tell which ones you'd be able to fit through and which ones would be good hiding spots and which ones might take you into like an off-road hidden spot so and then vargo what you see is you see people training but you don't see any tournaments happening it's uh, you've seen a couple people like i said in the very in the the very west side, like right in the beginning you saw the jousting and you saw some people like training uh for the most part the after that, what you've seen is you've seen actually a couple guardhouses and both types, both Queen's Guard and City Guard, that you've seen like people inside. Mm -hmm. uh, the big thing that you notice from those is that in front of all of the guards, all of the city guards, there are posting boards. And on those posting boards, as you pass by them, you see that there are job postings or things that people need or there's possible uh, things that you could do for money, basically. So you can go up to them and read them uh, whenever you want. And you notice that... Alistair, would you roll again? A 12 also? I'd say you'd probably 12, yes. also notice this. And you you see one thing that kind of picks 
out at you, like you notice it a little bit more than others because you've seen it on everyone. And I'll tell you what that is in just a little bit. Because like you didn't really notice it at first, but you like the color kind of like popped out at you each time. And then you notice like, oh, I'm seeing the same like kind of picture over and over again. So as you notice that like Vargo was going up and like kind of seeing these things and checking them out, you went up to one as well near the end of your travels towards the northeastern part of town. And as you go up to this job posting board, Alistair, what you see is a missing poster for a dragonborn that is drawn. Um, it's a blue scale dragonborn. Uh, the name underneath says Sava. Underneath it's got a little, just like it when it says, last seen at the Frayed Lady. Talk to Frayed Lady bartender for more information. Reward if found. Did you say missing or wanted? <laughs> missing. Oh, okay, I wrote down wanted. That's different. <laughs> uh, and then as you go, uh, I'd say you're walking along the main street, and then basically after a while, you take one that goes more northern because it's kind of going through somewhat of the middle of the city and asking around, and that kind of a thing takes you uh, northeast where you see a very familiar black wood and pink sign that says rumors at the top. All right, time for goat milk. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> God damn it. On ice. Uh, as you walk in, you all hear for pop, 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 pop. And you actually hear Clarabelle. There's some people actually already sitting at the bar. Uh, and sh you hear Clarabelle's voice behind them. And, the, and she's saying, oh, yeah. And what I was saying about... Hold on a second. <laughs> hey, y'all, Clarabelle here. Hey, so uh, the... Uh, the, so if I was remembering correctly, it was, uh, let me see it in the book here. Yeah, it says, so it, it, if you put them on, I promise you, you will be the best dancer in all of the eastern side of the kingdom. So if you go and pick those up, they are amazing. I promise you, this is, comes from a very reliable source. So like, I promise you that those are the ones to find. And they're all like standing up and like thanking her. And she's like, okay, great. Yeah, uh, come back anytime. It is great to see y'all again. And uh, I appreciate all the time spent with you. And as they like kind of turn, there's like three different guys of varying sizes. Uh, one that's fairly short and stocky, looks dwarven to humans that all have swords and axes and hammers. And they have all these weapons as they, they walk out and are thanking Clarabelle uh, very graciously. Uh, and they look a little bit tipsy, like kind of stumbling over themselves uh, a little bit as they walk out of rumors and Clarabelle there behind the bar. Oh, hey, y'all. It's great to see you made it all the way to Avalon. It is so great to see y'all. Hey, good to see you too. I, it's I bizarre. Say, I, yeah, uh, you get around very quickly. Uh, hmm. I know. I uh, have my ways, my, my rumors ways. I uh, try and make sure to uh, be everywhere at all times to help my customers as best as possible. That's very impressive. Why, thank you. Well, how was the trials? Come on, take a seat. And you notice that the four stools are already, like, they're fitting for all four of you. Like, the same kind of stools that you sat on before. Like, they remember your styles. Yes. And so, yeah, they, they remember your <laughs> wieners, 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 wieners. Spots, And so... It's got a place for my tail, so I can actually... <laughs> <laughs> a very reinforced one for... Uh, 
Indra. I almost said Sinead. <laughs> Indra. Sinead. And she, as you sit down, the four drinks pop up, all of your favorite drinks. And right as you sit down, there's like a little, and there's like a little bell that happens at like the back right of the bar. And she says, oh, hey, one second. I'll be right there. And she's like, uh, if you don't mind, just one second really quick. I got to go uh, say hi to some other customers real quick. And she's like, enjoy your drinks. Hang out. Take time. Uh, I'll be back real soon. And she like runs back and you see as her like book kind of like flies behind her and she like goes, turns a corner and goes into like the back. I look at everybody and I say, uh, what's the deal with all of these people in this public place? I'm used to getting pretty private service here. I don't know. I think going downhill guys this place is really oh bigger you know bigger cities it's always higher traffic it's too much hype one of the reasons people like the like the countryside she was telling those people about your shoes about what those those shoes she told alistair about the ones that make you more nimble oh yeah you're right i didn't even think about it but i guess if you're more nimble you're going to be better at dancing yeah we should. How close are those? Are those near Avalon? They're near Avalon. They're... We might have a race now. Oh man, I don't want to have to kill any more people. I think. Don't worry. If you kill them, Indra just brings them back to life. Oh really? Yeah. Is that how it works? That's how it worked last time. They can sleep it off. Yeah. Exactly. They're in the mountains to the north. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, we'll have to ask about that. After like maybe. I don't know, 10 minutes or so, she comes back. Oh, so I apologize for the wait. How are the drinks? Everything's tasting okay so far for you? Was was she like a private booth? Uh, she walked into the back. You don't know what happened. She walked okay. into the back and... Gotcha. Oh, while she was gone, I actually wanted to ask Indra something. Yeah, go ahead. She was gone for a while, so... Uh, Indra, did you ever find out what the other symbols, uh, what the, you make with that, like that you make, that it created that, the fire chalk what what they did i didn't play with it anymore it was uh after you cooked the notebook because i know that one of them made a campfire and then the other one what made the notebook burst into flames yeah the the circle made it made it uh it ruined my notebook and then (laughs) (laughs) the square it is kind of it seemed like a fuse and the triangle the square seemed like a what? A fuse. It kind a of fuse. like it, like a like a flame went all around it, mm. and then the triangle had a low blue burn. It was filled with that, and then the cross I wrote down is also like a fuse. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm have to do some experimenting with that. That. It's such a curious thing, and I'm... The only one I feel certain about what it does is circle. That's kind of was what my impression was, too. I knew it did made a campfire, but I didn't know what else. I also think that there are limited uses. Yeah, but we got to find out what it can do, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to have a notebook situation. I think it's worth considering at some point, you know? We could give it to a temple of Kepletet. We could do that. That's actually an interesting point need it or want it isn't Kepletep kind of like evil no oh he just likes he pranks is all and burning notebooks yeah but that's just a prank bro that was more oh, us pranking ourselves i think <laughs> yeah she's um she's more fun than evil gotcha chaotic neutral she's um 
She's the goddess of of mischief and fire. And pranks, bro. And pranks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Clarabelle comes on back in and... So, how, uh, how are the drinks? Are they tasting okay? Is everything... Uh, how is your travels? And uh, how's everything going, y'all? Uh, Clarabelle? I, yeah. Uh, you know, this, this goat milk is really icy, really nice. But I gotta be honest, I've had a big few days. I've been stabbed. I fought demon things. I, wow, what? In the last, just the last four days? Yeah, and I think I'm kind of a big boy now. <laughs> you think I can get a little, something a little spicier? Something a little, little more kick to it? Yeah, definitely. She, like, takes your drink and, like, puts it underneath the bar and is like, okay, let me see you. She, like, turns around and she takes just a bunch of different things and, like, kind of, like, pouring them together, shakes them up a little bit, pours it in there. And here, this one I think might do it just right. Try that one out. I take a sip. Uh, what's uh, it taste like? It tastes like it tastes like it's good because I say that first because the tastes are not going to sound like they go well together, but they do. So it tastes like a mixture between like heavy whipping cream and hot tamales. Oh, like the candy or like the food item? <laughs> <laughs> like candy. Okay. Like the cinnamony flavor, but Got spicy. It. You know? It's like extra okay. spice or chata. It's like, yeah. it's, like it's like a white Russian with fireball. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. I, I would say that Thalen doesn't know if it has alcohol in it or not. It's Bailey's and hot Cheetos. It's Chipotle. Wait, no. What is the Doritos that you have? Tapatio Doritos. Like swirled in some milk. Oh man, yeah, this will put some uh, big boy hairs on. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't believe you got stabbed. What happened? What what happened? That was that's insane. Oh, you know, it's just a little thing in the line of duty. It's uh, not as impressive as the demon thing. <laughs> I mean, they, they are all very impressed. I am very intrigued by the stories that you're that you have. I um, didn't know that it was going to be such a treacherous travel from Sundabar to Avalon. It's a yeah, what it's three, four, uh, yeah, four days, five days since I've seen y'all. It's uh, an impressive uh, couple days that you had. How did you get here so fast? I travel between all my rumors. It's, yeah, uh, how do you travel between your rumors? Well, I assumed uh, your dragonborn friend here would know you are the magical type. Is that correct? I would say I'm a new initiate to the Order of Magic. It's, do you have a Do you have a book? Ah, uh, so it's just like a you're just you're just magical, kinda, I guess. So, okay, well, here's the thing, lady and gentlemen. I am what many call a a wizard, um, and I learn many things to help me magically. And I've studied for a long time. And one of the things that uh, I excel at is traveling. And so I have a method of going between places that, that helps me get from place to place. And before you get any ideas, it just works on me. So I apologize about that. So when you went in the back room, did you go to a different rumors? I did. I did it that. I was helping out uh, some customers over in Dragon's Main, actually. And uh, mm -hmm. they're a little bit... Uh, more to handle so i gave them a little bit of time and then i figured i'd spend some time with you all because they can drink so they'll they'll be there for a while not, yeah not rush to get back to them 
we came to exchange some inform some stories for information if you yes glad that to... is wonderful i just really appreciate y'all and how you have just really adapted to rumors and itself i know it's a a weird concept especially for folks from maybe smaller towns and I, i've been doing this for a while now and it's uh Sundabar is one of my obviously my newest establishment so uh, i appreciate it but i appreciate the business so yeah what is uh what did you got what any rumors any cool magical items that you heard about or any uh any did you find any of the ones that i sent you to or how uh how has the travels been we found the chalk you found the chalk no way and she like grabs the book kind of sets it up and then the the pen starts writing she's like please tell me what so so did you use it is it gone where where do you still have it or we have it yeah and what does it do um what is it in the farm or was it yeah it was it was destroyed though the farm was the, the farm was destroyed yeah as you're talking like there's writing going on in the book no way what what happened to the farm? I mean, I feel like I got that information. And she like looks at the book. Okay, I guess a couple of years ago, but was it a recent thing or? Um, we think it it might have been recent. We think it might have been fire imps. Fire imps! Wow, that's a strange occurrence out here. And there were there were three of them. I ask. Yeah, yeah there were three, and they like nine wasn't of them. The way that they arrived, they just somehow came to this village and the forest around it and started causing fires. Uh, fire imps are nasty ones. That's a uh, that's just too bad. But you found you found the the item. If I, it's not too much to ask me, I see it. Yes, I take it out. Wow, wow. So have you used it yet? What does it do? Uh, well, it summons fire in some like it can create a bonfire. And a blue fire, and a few, and maybe another few. We haven't experimented all the way with it because it's a little bit destructive. Sir Alistair, um, do you know uh, the spell Identify? Have you heard of it before? I don't. I don't know it. I. It sounds familiar. Like I understand with the premise behind it, but I don't know how to do it. Well, this is a uh, for me as a as when I was first getting into being a, a wizard and and learning the arcane arts this was one of the first things that i learned was identify it's a, a spell that i can use that looks at items and magical things and tells me what they do that seems like a less wasteful way to find out how this works yeah i i very rarely in my aspect at rumors here has someone come to me with something and like i just use it to figure it out it feels scary sometimes some of the items that you can find out there are dangerous and i it might behoove you someday to find out how i know my book i would give you the book and try and help teach it to you but i just don't think without you using a spell book before i don't really know if that would help you learn it unfortunately i apologize but mm. but I, i'd be happy to to check out this chalk if that would be okay with all that sounds good Works for me yeah so her eyes go white and she mutters some stuff and casts a spell and okay what i found out here is that this chalk be careful because it, you can use it up it's not not an infinite thing. It's got a certain number of uses. I couldn't find out exactly how much based on because it's been used before, so I'm not quite sure. The total 
would have been at the beginning when it was uh, created, it would have been 25 uses, but it has been used before. And as you've said, you've used it a couple of times as well. So I don't quite know how many are left, but there's four different things that it can do. There's four different symbols that you can draw. There's a square, a circle, a triangle, and a cross. The square lasts for a day, and basically it's like a trap. And when creatures walk over it, they might take some damage from fire erupting as they step on it. The circle conjures up a campfire that can burn up to eight hours. The triangle cooks all the food inside of it as if prepared by a chef. So if you put food in there that's uncooked, uh, it'll it'll just immediately have it cooked and prepared like it was made by a chef. And then the cross, it basically, ca- again, you magic uses, I don't know if you know about this one, but it casts heat metal. So if you put the cross on metal, it will basically heat it up, whatever it's drawn on. Okay, good to know. That is wonderful. I always am so excited to hear about when people actually find these items. I do, it's unfortunate, but not not everybody finds the things that I send them out. And sometimes the information that I get is not always 100% correct, or it's been grabbed already, or it's been, you know, I just would hate to send you on this wild goose chase to find something that may not be there. Which reminds me now that you actually have done the rumors thing before i was hoping if you'd like to continue with rumors to maybe sign some paperwork if you don't mind it it basically just lays out the fact that you won't basically if you go after one thing and if you decide to stop going after it you won't go after the thing that i told you about and then like the next thing i tell you i usually it's like i i lease out the information for a certain amount of time so say that you didn't find the chalk and then you decided, hey, we're not going to go try and find the chalk, then I'll be able to give that information to other people. But because I don't want to for you all to have the same information as others, right? Like this book has so many things in it, but I don't necessarily want you know to tell all these people about this chalk and then like only one of you gets it, right? So I just, I, I lease out the information and I just, the paperwork basically when you sign it just says that if you decide to not go after something and you ask for more information about a different item, then basically each person gets one thing at a time. Does that make sense? Yes. It does. But so you you don't give information to more than one person about, about the same particular. item. Correct. I have hundreds of items in here that you know I've learned about and things like that, all doing different varying things, and uh, I try to keep them to themselves, which is why you know usually I don't have multiple adventuring crews in here all at once, which is why I usually keep my rumors buildings fairly small because I'm not necessarily interested in having hundred people here at the same time because I don't want them to hear things that are meant for you all. And like I said, I try to get to know you all so I can give you more of a specific item that might help you as opposed to just giving you a bunch of random stuff that you may not care about. Do I think, do I trust her when she says this? Roll insight. 10. Uh, so you're not sure. You uh, you don't feel necessarily one way or the other. Uh, you she, she could be lying, but she could be telling the truth. Hmm. Well, signing a... Uh... Signing paperwork for magical wizard that I don't quite understand sounds like a great idea. Like, let me, where do I sign? <laughs> right here. I take mine and I read it. I look for small print. I look for anything that's not related to what she just described. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I sign mine. I, oh. <laughs> I, I take mine and I look at her and I go, I, uh, I need to run this by my lawyer before I sign it. 
Uh, Alistair, Alistair, your your name gets carved into your skin, like, and no. then it's just blood. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, um, it's fine. It's totally fine. Oh <laughs> uh, man, that's funny. Sorry, uh, Thalen, what were you looking for? Yeah, I need to I need to run this contract by my lawyer before I sign it. Um, I'm a legal minor, so I can't really just go signing things willy nilly. You would know that, being a person of the law, obviously. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, as you read the information, it seems pretty straightforward it's like pretty much what she said i i cast detect magic on the contracts the room the room lights up with magic like there's a lot of magical shit i learned the school of magic if any i'm only going to focus on the okay you do like you do notice that there's a lot of magic like stools cups like all the stuff in here is a lot of magic in there the paper is just paper it's just there's no magic on these contracts no magic on the pen nope (laughs) what about the ink kyle oh i'm sorry the the, the, the pen is actually made of lead so you couldn't tell but you can see it on alistair's ink yeah because it's literally just his blood that has been like um nothing no nothing on the ink nothing on the. i don't know how i feel about that. it's uh i i mean no i don't say that out loud no, I know, but she sees you like detective oh. magic, right? <laughs> she sees me being suspicious. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to like get by on anything. I really just like it's my business model personally. I'm trying to take care of you all, and this just helps take care of my other customers as well, and uh, lets them know that when they come in, I'm not going to be handing out information willy nilly. It's it's for you, and um. As long as you give me good information, and I return like-minded and give you the same type of stuff. I sign it. Oh, I'm signing it, too. Dalen, are you just take the piece of paper? Well, they all signed it? Yeah. I, I want to just look for the specific phrase about anything about perjury on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, like, I'm just like literally me. looking for the word perjury or untruthful or something like that. Yeah. Something preventing him from lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lying on an official document or an official passing. Nope. Uh, there's no no perjury. Okay. Or any words that say that or anything I, like it. I sign, but I sign with the name. There does say injury on it, though. Injury? Yeah. Which looks like perjury, so it might catch your eye. Yeah. I, I write <laughs> the first letter, which is C, and then I keep going after a second because I figure it's fine. Um, and it's the full name is Crime Buster Franz Waddle, and then I draw a dog print at the end of it. Got it. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh, thank y'all. All right, I appreciate it. And she like puts the stack in a folder, puts the folder inside the book that closes, and then opens back up, and there's no folder there anymore. Your souls are sucked from your body. Uh, <laughs> so that's if you ever need information about an item that you find from you know, something that I give you, I'm happy to help. But I highly recommend having someone be able to identify things because I'd hate for you to find that chalk and then it calls down upon a god upon you that destroys you and kills everything around you and will be sad. So uh, I don't necessarily know everything that they do or my information isn't always reliable as far as exactly what happens. So just be careful. Was there a release of liability on that paper that we just signed? Nope. Oh, cool. <laughs> nope. I am, uh, don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> you got a pretty generous stance towards liability. Clearly. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I wouldn't really want to be the one that tries to sue the all the powerful transportation wizard. Yeah, Clarabelle is the one who's in charge of any TPK 
always if it happens, it's always Clarabelle's fault. <laughs> Sweet. So, I guess. Wow, what is that? It sounds delicious. I don't even. It's like just a microwave sound, and I want it. Oh, and it's just toast. Yeah. Ah, mm. uh, it does sound delicious. I'm gonna yeah. have toast in a few minutes when we're done. I'm fucking. You didn't even put anything on it. What's wrong with you? Oh, it's hot. So I just. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so i guess any other uh rumors or any information that y'all have or i mean it's great to hear about the stuff i marked it off so that uh, no one will ever hear about that god pen for me again the god pen cool yeah that's what i was i decided to call it it sounded much sexier than uh god chalk so but uh yeah what uh what else has been happening anything else that you hear on the road or any well does the fire imps and that barn being burnt down count for something yeah definitely i mean uh, again this is uh i guess i just want to like hear all the stuff that you had and then i'll kind of give you my spiel um i also guess i wanted some information about the items that other items that you didn't find did you look for the other ones we saw a kind of tinker like guy but we didn't ask him about that box you were talking about he didn't seem like he had it though he said the coolest thing he had was a scarf that was kind of gross so it was definitely used when he says that i pull out the little figurines and start playing with them Okay, so are you still interested in finding those things? Again, like I said, they usually only lease out like one thing per person. So if you're all still interested in those things, like I'm happy to give Indra here. She like looks at her books. Indra, that was the chalk was your info. So Indra, another one. Or if you want, if you're not interested in those things, we can try again and uh, we'll take you off the books on that one and then put you on there for another item. Uh, just a reminder, and she like looks through her books. Uh, I think, see here, Alistair, you were linked in with a pair of shoes that were making you a little bit more nimble-footed, a little bit sure-footed-er. I think here, let's see here, Thalen, you had ah the, the box of transport, or again, I don't have a necessarily a name for it, but I remember it was a, bo- a pair of boxes that you could put something in and they would travel between the two. And then Vargo, yours was I guess there's not really much information on it, but uh, someone that you could... Uh, yeah, a duelist. Yeah, to yeah. something or something or something or something yeah. other. I'm more interested yeah. in the dueling than the item anyway. Oh, okay, well, right on. So I guess then, uh, Alistair and Thalen, are you still interested in those two items or you want to trade in for anything else? I feel um, good. Yeah. yeah, I'm still... I still think we will eventually go after this one. Not in our general direction right now, but something that I'm interested in. Did no? you tell somebody about the boots when we were walking in that uh, make you nimble-footed? Oh, no, those are some different. dancing shoes. Dancing shoes. Yeah, he, he's trying to win over a, a woman's heart, so uh, he said that she was a big dancer, and I found uh, I've heard some information of some dancing shoes that help with that. Uh, a little bit different than, than the ones that is for Alistair here. Gotcha. Again, like I said, I don't give information about the same thing to multiple people. Cool, cool, cool. So, Indra, are you interested in another one? Go ahead and roll a d6. Four. All right, Indra, I'm between two here. I I guess, tell me one thing if you don't mind. Uh, I know you're a little bit in the quieter side, but if you're interested uh, in one of these two ideas, right, I have one item here that's a little bit more for 
healing type of a thing. I also have one here that's more of like a weapon type of a thing. Was there one that you're more interested in than the other? I take out my tarot cards. Okay. And I pull one. Pull. To try and see if Ryu guides me. You remember that you had love, 13 of love and treasure was the first one that you had today. If you want to pull another one, that's fine. Pulling another one for this specific instance. Okay. (gasps) Let me see. Don't know if this is helpful. It's the twelve of the court of love. Oh, it says romance. That's easy. Rom- romance is all about weapons. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> I rolled a two. Uh, it doesn't really help you decide one way or the other. Oh my god. I was ready you with should... some. I was ready too. I was gonna point you towards one. It was. Fuck. Wow, that's heartbreaking to hear about i am cleric <laughs> and i will choose healing even though my sachi heart is telling me weapon um i will i uh i guess the for healing okay where i'm well uh, let me see can here. i hear about both or is it is it and then pick or is it just uh it's just one i apologize Okay, so I have a ring here that you might be able to find in the forest of Nadine's Pass. I unfortunately don't know as far as where it might be in the forest, um, but I know that it is somewhere in there, and I've had multiple confirmations that it is in there. So I feel pretty confident that it's there. Uh, It's fairly big forest though so it might be a little bit tough to find uh but the ring is it's a self-healing ring so the person who wears it just heals over time and where in relation to here is the is nadine's past that would be uh south pretty much directly south if you follow the royal river uh you'll go past dragon's bane and you should see it it's just northeast of esgar so, anything else uh, I can help y'all with? I know I need to get back to Dragon's Bane here in just a little bit. Um, there's a new traveling group calling themselves the Sound. The Sound Guard. Sound Guardians, I think. All right on. Well, uh, do you know where they were headed? Mm-hmm. They were headed towards Dragon's Bane. Towards Sundabar. Oh, okay. Nope, I wrote it down. Let me check. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Dragon's Bane. Yeah, mine doesn't say where they're going. I have that two of them are in love. It's pretty cool. <laughs> One um, of them's immune to fire. Nothing. I don't think I have where they were. They said that they were avoiding fires on the path that they normally take. Are you sure? Storm on the path that they normally take. I don't know if they told you exactly where they were going, but they were heading west, so it Definitely wasn't towards Dragon's Bane because that was east of Sundabar, east of where you were at. I will say that we did mention rumors if they were heading towards Sundabar that they should look you up. Oh, how nice. Well, I really appreciate that. I will keep an eye out for them and try and uh, make some more contacts. I, I did make a little networking with uh, with Uncle Jix over in uh, Sundabar, so maybe I'll have him keep an eye out for some newbies that might, might hop on in on the shop. So I appreciate that. I appreciate uh, any help with networking with new adventuring crews and the like, so appreciate it always. So. Uh, all right, y'all. Well, Do you appreciate it enough to give us all a free drink, maybe, for that reference? For four oh. adventurers? Yeah, definitely. I didn't I, want a free drink. I wanted a piece of information. Well, 
I just want another one of these uh, icy hots that you got me. <laughs> icy hots. Just a heads up, the drinks are are on me now. As the first drink is expensive because I don't know if you're ever going to give me any good information. But now I trust you all, and I'm, the drinks flow free here. So basically, if you come in and give me information, the drinks are just to help conversation. Can I get a virgin icy hot then? <laughs> and she makes you up another virgin icy hot. All right. We were curious about the layout of this area, just kind of the city and what's available in the city. Avalon has a lot. It has many bars, taverns. It has guards, places. It's got shops galore. Pretty much anything that you need, you can find in different spots. They even have, you know, I hate to say it, they do have some magic shops, but they're more on the side of not necessarily magical items, but things that help you adventuring crew people. But again, we try not to compete too much here. Uh, with with that kind of stuff, but where is a good place to stay? Well, there's a couple places. I mean, there's the first Lycan. There is the. Which one do you recommend? I not a big fan of staying at inns. I usually try and uh, have a place that I can stay that's a little homier, you know, uh, style where if you can stay with friends or that kind of a thing. I do travel a lot, but um. So are you offering to put us up? Uh, I don't have any place necessarily for you. No. Yeah. But... So do you, do you have any inns that are reputable? Yeah, I would say either the the First Lycan or the Frayed Lady. They're both nice. Uh, there's a couple other ones out there, out and about. Um, just depends on what your favorite places to be are. Uh, drinks are good there. The places are safe. They're near guards' houses, so you know you don't necessarily have to feel like anyone's going to steal anything. So, yeah, it's uh, they're good places. How are the the guards here? Are they pretty amicable? Or are they something? Yeah, overall, Avalon's a pretty nice place to be. Uh, I think recently it's been a little bit, uh, a little hairier uh, recently, but the guards themselves are, you know, doing their best. Uh, I think in general, like, you just, it goes in waves as far as people, you know, doing bad things. So I think that recently, just because of the weather change, you know, people are needing to get warm and so less people can stay on the streets and things like that. So a little bit more stuff going on, but for the most part, it's a pretty good place to be. Why'd you say hairier? Hairy. Like, it gets hairy. You know, when, like, it's a... I don't know, it's a phrase? Like, you're a wizard, Harry. No, no, like, when you're afraid to go into a scrap, because it gets a little bit hairy. Things get a little bit hairy. Yeah, what changed? Why is it so hairy now? Oh, oh, I thought you were just asking about the term phrase, because... No, no, I know what that means. I'm a detective. I have a hard time saying words sometimes. <laughs> like scrambling <laughs> or whatever it was. Scrummage. I, I don't know. Like I said, I think uh, things are getting worse just because of the turn of the weather. It's getting colder, and I guess that's the best I got for you. I don't really know why necessarily, but I've just seen, like, you know, more wanted posters and missing posters and, like, things up on the job boards for people that need help with things. Mm. You know, people are spending their money on things to keep warm as, you know, it's harder to get produce because it's colder and that kind of thing. Got it. Any mysteries that haven't been solved? I'm sure there are plenty on the on the board. I don't have any uh, off the top of my I have a whole book full of mysteries, but sorry, you only get one of those per time. That's fair. <laughs> well, this has been very enlightening. We're glad to exchange. Oh, it's always a wonderful time with y'all, and I appreciate uh, the business and just the conversation. You're all a great, great crew, and I appreciate you coming in. So I'm uh, going to head off to Dragon's Bane, so you all stay safe, and I'm sure I'll see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Stay, Thank stay you. as long as you'd like. And she, like, 
goes out in the back. Well, guys, I want to stay at the Frayed Lady. I like the Frayed Lady. It's a cool name. Want to want to go? Maybe get that set up, and that way we can have a base camp. Base in yeah, operations. Like... Yeah. Okay. Where is the Frayed Lady? Does she leave already? She's she left. Yep, she's gone. She's gone. We could find it. It's a it's a big city. I'm sure somebody yep. knows. I'll send you all the next little bit looking for the frayed lady, but we'll go ahead and uh, call it there. We'll say that you arrive at the at the frayed lady and walk in, and uh, that's where we'll start it up next time. All right. Aw, so good to play again. There's a missing person. Mystery is afoot. I'm excited. Missing slash wanted. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not make any assumptions. <laughs> <laughs>